Hi, this is Jonathan, back at you once again with What Would Jesus Do Right Now, a daily podcast, um, just showing through God's Word how God is still relevant in our lives today, and moving forward today by the grace of God, and just really in high spirits, and just really humbled with the opportunity to serve the Lord as He sees fit, and I'm Today is just going to be a, a message, um, like every other a daily inspiration. I'm a little bit late today. I hope you guys forgive me. And um, this is something that's been on my heart, and um, the spirit of forgiveness and humility and compassion has really been a part of my day. And I would just like to thank the Lord for allowing me to be a good steward in all ways when serving him. Um, I'd like to start off the, uh, today and I will give you guys my message. i start off today with prayer. Lord, we come to you as humble as we know how, giving you thanks for another day. Thanking you for life, health, and strength. We just thank you for the opportunity to dissect your word and allowing your Holy Spirit to be a part of our lives. I just pray right now that you just send your Holy Spirit to guide and to move as you see fit. In your Son, Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Um, my message today um, would be uh, preach the word, and it comes from Second Timothy, uh, chapter four, and it's it's really something good um, that I know that we all need to hear. And it, and once I read the verses, we'll, we'll go through it, and I'll dissect it a little bit more to give you understanding of how it's relevant to us. And we're starting in verse 1. It says, I charge you, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires. Because they have itching ears, and they will heap up for themselves teachers. And they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. But you will be watchful in all things, endure inflictions, do the work of the evangelist, fulfill your ministry. Hmm. That was verse 1 through 5. And I want to go into more of a dissection. Of it, starting at verse 1, it says, Therefore I will charge you, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. That's just the starting off of letting you know that this is who's going to judge us at the coming time, the living and the dead. Everything we do is judged by God according to his will, according to his word, and because you know the word is, is God. So we all know that who's there, and we know that whatever we do, we should do it to honor God because God will hold us accountable if we know the truth. If we accepted the Lord Jesus Christ into our hearts and commit our lives to living for him, then we know who will judge our actions, whether they're right or whether they're wrong. And so we have to, therefore, be charged to do and to know first in our mind, know that, OK, as I step out today, the Lord is watching all that I do, all that I think, all that I say. He's 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 watches over it all. 
So therefore, am I doing what, line, what God has charged me to do? And this is what he's charged us to do. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and teaching. Preach the word. And I know the, the average Christian is probably like, how can I preach the word? I'm not a preacher. I'm not an apostle. But preaching the word is giving what the Lord has given you. If we live through God's word, if we constantly read God's word, we seek his face in, in all things through prayer, fasting, and dissecting the word, then we'll understand and know what to give out because we can't heap up what we have and hold it for ourselves, being selfish. We have to give out what God is pouring in us because by preaching God's word, by telling others about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, by telling others about God, we are giving the gift of everlasting life because we're giving them something that the Lord has blessed us with and the Lord is giving them something to prick their ears, to get them to think to themselves and to decide whether they whether or not they would like to have the same gift that the Lord has blessed us with. Because we can't but we also can't get prideful and get boastful and think of ourselves better than anyone else. Because if it hadn't been for God's grace and mercy, we all fall short of the glory of God. We all fall short. There's not one of us that can say that. I'm perfect. I live a perfect life. I don't do any sin because we all fall short of the glory of God. But the only difference is who we're living for. If we're living for God, then God will guide our steps and we move according to his word. We won't be perfect in doing so, but the intentions and the striving for it and making the mind up, no matter what goes on, no matter what happens, no matter what the day brings, I will serve the Lord with all my heart. And by us telling others, Convincing others of what we believe, rebuking anything that's outside of God's will, um, uh, 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 and, and with long suffering, that means dedication. That means dedication. That means through through all the trials and tribulations, we will continue to serve the Lord. We will continue to preach God's word. We will continue to minister to others, allowing the Holy Spirit to guide us what to do. And that is something powerful within itself because it gives us the understanding to know that this is a gift from God. This is not my own. This is not something that I already have. It's something that God blessed me with, that God blessed us with. So we have to use those blessings in order to receive what God has for our life as well as what God has for others. Because we may never see the effect that God has on their life by doing what God has us to do. But knowing in our heart that we're doing our best is numero uno. And now we're at verse three. For the time will come. When they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears that heap up for themselves teachers. He's letting you know why you're doing this is this is ministry that he's letting you know why they are doing what they are doing. Why are you? Why are you going out and spreading God's word? Because evil is around us wherever we go. The, as long as we're in this flesh, we're subjected to the world and the ways of the world. But God is our fortress. He's what protects us from what God says. Wouldn't you want your family to have that same protection you have? Wouldn't you want your children to have that same protection you have? Wouldn't you want um, the people you interact in a day-to-day -day life to have the same protection you have? So why not those who are lost? He's telling us why we're doing what I'm doing because the time will come where people will not want to hear what thus saith the Lord. 
They, they, they'll, they'll, they'll live according to their own desires because the world tells you that you don't have to worry about anybody else. You just need to worry about yourself. Do you YOLO, do what makes you happy. But in all honesty, if we're not living to serve God, everything we have here means nothing because it all passes away. We all die and pass away. Nothing lasts forever but the grace and mercy of God. And it says, because they will heap, they will have itching ears that will heap up for themselves teachers. They will make something for themselves to believe in. And if they want to believe in the world, it's our job to step out there and say, hey, no, there is a better way. Jesus Christ died for our sins. And he is what gives us grace and mercy and connection to God. That is what we need in our lives. We don't need the world's wealth. We don't need the world's power. We don't need the world's influence. All we need is the Lord Jesus Christ. All we need is to serve the Lord. And as we move down to verse 4, and they say they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables, to dreams, to wishing, to selfish ambitions, to coveting what this person has, this famous person has, or, or living the life that they dream like is fit for them. And they'll put all their effort into it and they'll turn their ears away from what's really the truth. And we're not going to win every battle that we face in, in being, going out and doing God's will, but that shouldn't stop us from doing it because you never know what influence the Lord can place on someone's heart. You don't know what word can be said of, from God that could help someone. And we have to be the advocates. We have to be the ones that go to the needy, to the ones who don't know, to give them the understanding because... Jesus paid it all so that we would have this chance to live and, and once we die to have a chance to go to heaven. Our ticket was punched. So wouldn't you want others to have that same opportunity? But we have to be with a sober mind. We have to take all our, our feelings, all of what we feel about how it should be, all of our judgments. We have to push them to the side. And we have to come with them, come to anyone we encounter with humility. Because at one point in time, we all were in a situation that was not of God. But God saw fit to, to give you His love. And that love that God gives us and that we feel in our hearts, we should spread that out to others. Because we don't want to be back in our iniquities. We don't want to live a life of sin. So we should not want that for anybody else. And verse 5 says... But you be, be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. We see the way the world is going. It's not getting better. It's getting worse. There's a lot more things going on today that really drives home the point that no one lives forever. Life is so, sh life is so short. So we should do all we can do. Enduring all of the affliction that come by because they're going to be people who reject what you have. They verbally, you know what I mean, God forbid physically or, you know what I mean, not want to hear anything you have to say. But you have to continue to pursue and continue to do the work of, a, of an evangelist. That's someone who spreads God's word to the people. Who continues to pour out what God has put in our hearts because that is the true meaning of having faith that the Lord will guide you. That the Lord has your best intentions at heart. Because if, we, if, if Jesus Christ can put himself 
in subjection and die for our sins, then why can't, why can't we do the same? Why can't we put ourselves in subjection in order to fulfill God's promise in our lives? Because it comes with diligently seeking God, diligently moving forward no matter what goes through your life. There's been trials and things that have really, the devil has tried to pull me apart and separate me from God. But I had to make it up in my mind that I'm going to serve the Lord no matter what. No matter what goes on, no matter what happens to me, I'm going to continue to push forward and drive home what God has for me in my heart. Continue to move forward, continue to seek Him above all else. And that is what the Lord is telling us to do. Fulfill your ministry, fulfill your calling. We all have spiritual callings. There are many. And I've, I'm going to soon go through a lesson on spiritual callings because there are many. And I'm going to consult with my pastor during the week um, and about my father's ministry and my, my brother Buck. And I'm really going to um, begin to really dig deep and, and really move forward with the Holy Spirit guiding me on where to move and what to do. Because that is the key. The Lord sent the Holy Spirit as a comforter, comforter to guide us, to help us. And with, with the world being the way it is, it's hard to see the light. It's hard to see things for the way God would see them. Because we're, we're stuck looking, sometimes stuck looking with, with our human eyes, looking at the physical. But the spiritual goes way deeper. The inward man is the man we focus on. Because the inward man is the, is the, is the, is the, is the, is the one where God touches. God doesn't touch our flesh. He touches our spirit. And our spirits have to be in tune with God's word. And once we're in tune with God's word, God will fill us up with what we, would, what we need to prepare for the battles of the day and the battles of the future. Because he has our best intentions at heart. Being content in God's faithfulness is key for us. Because that's going to help us to continue to push forward and drive and serve the Lord as he sees fit. And that is the key. One of the many keys to unlocking God's potential in our lives is searching His Word, being faithful to Him, having long-suffering, peace, joy, meekness, temperance, love above all else, love for others. Even when they hurt you, still love them. Even when, even when times are hard and you feel like no one loves you, God loves you. God loves all of us. And so we have to spread the love of God through actions, speech, our day-to-day -day walk. And that is the key, guys. That is, that, is big, that is a very big influence on our lives. Living for God and serving Him no matter what. I hope this message was inspirational to you. I hope it um, brought a little clarity. Um, you guys can message me on, on the Anchor FM app with any questions. And um, uh, favorite questions will be answered on my weekend podcast. Just drop me a voice message and um, I'll play your, play your questions and, and concerns on, on my podcast. And like I said again, my name is Jonathan. Um, I'm a member of About My Father's Ministry at 2533 North Ashley Street in Valdosta, Georgia with Pastor Buck Crumley and, and Sister Brandy Crumley. And I hope you guys enjoyed the message and reach out to me. God bless.